here at WAND Radio strive to bring you the very best entertainment the High Academy for the Celestial and the Occult has to offer. The Academy would like to remind our listeners that unicorns and other virtuous beings should enjoy WAND Radio at their own risk. Uh, yeah, the management is not responsible for the continued purity of your unicorn. Thank you. to WAND Radio, your musical muse for magical moments. Live from the High Academy for the Celestial and the Occult. I'm your host, Calliope Merriweather, and joining me are my co-hosts. Uh, my, my name is Rupert. I, um, I'm a student here. Yeah. And yeah, my name's Emmett, and I'm not. Excellent. Well, um... It is so nice to have you both with me as we are broadcasting live to the student population. Uh, if you have any questions or would like any advice, feel free to send us a message or a sending or a scroll, and we are happy to answer your questions live on the air. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be good. Yeah. Um, we actually already have a, a question, and um, I think it'd be great to get both of your input on this. So, um, th this scroll, um, we just received a bit ago, it says, Our senior project involves a rather irate dragon. We have to collect some scales and one of its eggs. The thing is, I'm not sure that dragon the university provided is, um, female. What's the best way to tell my teammates we might be barking up the wrong tree? Signed, my stipend doesn't cover this. That is quite a pickle. That definitely is a big pickle, if you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. I mean, how big of a dragon are we talking about here? I mean, like, is it like an adult dragon or like a little baby dragon or what? Well, it's obviously an adult because it's capable of producing eggs in theory. Maybe part of the project is figuring out that it's not a female dragon. Like a, like a trick question. Yeah. I've had many professors provide me with trick questions, seeing if I could think around the problem. So, uh, my advice would be, uh, uh, dear stipend, is that uh, you should talk to your professor yeah. and see if uh, you have stumbled across the solution uh, to, the pro to the problem, and um, I I'm sure that it will go well. Uh, if not, uh, we are not liable for any damages caused. I, I, I completely disagree with that. I think that... Um uh, if you go and you challenge a professor, that uh, you're you're probably getting an F or you know kicked out of the class. I just don't think that's the right answer. I think what you need to do is focus on getting that egg out of that dragon. A, a less hazardous option, perhaps, would be to find someone who speaks draconic and can actually have a conversation with the dragon, and and maybe just ask politely as to the dragon's preferred pronouns, and um. That should uh, assist with the issue, I think. Thank you very much right. for your scroll. So wait a second. So they're going to go up and just say, hey, hey, dragon, you uh, want to lay me an egg? I really appreciate it. Looking to make an omelet tomorrow, you know, with your egg and uh, a couple of your scales sizzling next to some bacon. Be perfect. I don't think there's any need to threaten the dragon. Well, I don't think that's a threat. I mean, if somebody wanted to eat my tasty eggs, I'd be all over it. You do have a rather unique perspective. Yeah. Who's we? 
I, um, I, I suppose, uh, any... I'll get you out of this one. Uh, we, uh, we found a rather interesting item, uh, the, the other day, uh, uh, you know. Oh, it, it was more of the general V. Uh, it's not really, uh, it, it's not, not... You, you got, you all got generals on this campus? Well, general education, yes. All right. I'll allow it. Yeah. Uh, so we found, uh, a, a, a wad, uh, it, that is, uh, the, the rod of bees. Yeah. Uh, it, it's called the rod of bees that, um, it, it looks like. Wait, wait, wait. Like, like the letter B? Like, like it's just a, it looks like a big B? Like, like two little, you know. No, no. The animal. The animal bee. Like, like a little, like a bumble, you know. L- oh, like, oh, all right. Like a little, like a little buzzing bee. Or, like a little honeybee. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, you're correct. Um, so, th- three times per day, you can grasp this rod and yell, Bees! And a swarm of wasps shoots out of the rod. You know, um, I don't know about y'all, but um, I don't know if I can grasp my wand three times a day. I mean, I just, that don't work for me. Um, it actually might provide a handy distraction for um, stealing a dragon egg, if there were wasps swarming the dragon in the face from the use of the from the rod, um, perhaps you could let someone borrow that. Yeah, this is a good point. Um, it, it does not specify whether or not you can control said bee swarm once you've released it. Um, so, be cautious. You could be arrested by the campus police for disturbing the bees. Oh, oh my. I don't get it. That's fine. Well... No matter how you decide to deal with your dragon, it's best to proceed with caution. Caution's a C. Yes. I'm really glad that you learned your letters, Emmett. We've got a new, um, sending coming in. Uh, let's see. Uh, we stole a boggle from the planer department and it got loose. Oh, that's not a good idea. There's oil everywhere and inspection is tomorrow morning. What do we do? Signed, definitely not dorm... 35. What the hell is a boggle? It really makes you wonder. Kind of boggles the mind. It's a, a small fae creature. What, what the hell's a fae? You know, like f- fairies, and pixies, and hags, and many other creatures. Oh, alright. Alright, I got those little winged things, right? They flutter around the trees? Yes, but not everything with wings is, is a fae. And they like to um, eat apples and stuff in our trees, so we got the spray that we just kind of put on them and kills them dead. That's horrible! I'm sure that it is an effective way to deal with your problem, is medications and ointments and things. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that you have pesky pixies pestering you. So, uh, to solve, uh, Mr. Uh, D&D 35, uh, their, their problem. Uh, what 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 can we recommend? Um. Well, I would recommend um a lot of prestidigitation and not stealing planar creatures from are you, departments. Are you making up words now? What was that? Present present of what? Why are you even at this college? Well, chicks, man. I sit, you know, under the tree and I play my loot all day. They just swarm around me. It's great. I might have a spray for that. Well, don't use the one he uses on the fairies. 
<laughs> That's a fair point. Or a fairy point. Oh, y'all are horrible. I see what you did there, and I acknowledge it. Um, I would recommend not stealing, um, planar beasts from a collegiate department. That would be the first step in perhaps, um, resolving this issue, is just not doing it in the first place. Um, I think that advice is a little late, unless you can go back in time. Hey, well, well, wait, can you go back in time? Not easily, to my knowledge. But that's why I'm in college. (laughs) I rhymed. It was perfect. It is definitely a learning experience. As far as the oil goes, I wouldn't use water. I would use something absorbent. And then you can scrub afterwards. Um, because otherwise the oil and the water, they'll just separate and make a bigger mess. Um, I maybe try moving earth or something to soak up the excess oil? Uh, I was with a girl last week and the earth moved a little bit for us. It was kind of nice. Are you sure it wasn't your bowels moving? I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Might have been hers. Moving on, you could use a uh, kitty litter to absorb the oil. Uh, it, if it's a, a clay-based kitty litter, it it would soak up the fluids rather well. Yeah, you could try that. Hey, hey. I don't, I don't know about kitty litter, but we used to have flump litter back on the farm, you know, and uh, you know those flumps would get uh, kind of stinky sometimes. So you lay out this litter in these boxes, and they go and they do all their little inking into them. I fail to see how that solves the problem of a boggle. Well, I'm saying flump, you know, the flump litter might be even more potent, might work better. Ah, fair point. And when, where would one find this uh, flump litter? Uh, I would find one oh, a wizard friend who might have a magical familiar and see if perhaps they have a source for either kitty or flump litter. Uh, we used to make our own. Uh, Out of what? Flumps. Uh, hence why it was called Flump Litter. Okay, got it. I'm just joking. Corn cob, actually. You, see, you're learning something. You didn't think you'd learn something. Old Emmett over here. Co- corn was effective in dealing with the smell? Yo, yeah. You grind up the corn down into kind of like uh, the, 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 the cobs. You know, you dry them out and grind them down. Very absorbent. I can't tell if you're bullshitting me, but it's good enough bullshit for me to buy it. I appreciate it, but no, seriously, I'm I'm being 100% honest here. Well, we hope that that helps a little bit with your with your question, D and D thirty five. Wait, now, how much oil could one little thing create? I mean, I just don't understand. Yeah, how big is the room? Uh, It says everywhere, but I mean, it can't be everywhere because we don't have boggle oil here in the in the station, so it's obviously not everywhere. I think it's a, um, just an expression. Although I can imagine it would be, it could get, it, well, they they typically, um, habitate in swamps and around bogs, obviously. So, um, I imagine that they could create a, a fair amount, um, when aggravated. All right. You might want to find a professor who's a druid to plane shift it. Back where it came from, that might work as well. A professor who has nothing to do with your grade physics class. Excellent point! Um, now, how exactly do you think they got this idea for taking it? I mean, that just don't make no sense. It does beg the question. School prank? Speaking of school pranks, 
there was a good one this morning. Um, someone turned the D on our radio tower into a G. So it's spelled W-A-N-G. Uh, it was clever, you bastards. I had to spend all afternoon cleaning that up. I don't get it. Well, I won't dick around the joke for you. All right, I appreciate it. Now, wait a second. Are you sure that they didn't just turn that D upside down to make it look like a G? I and mean, maybe it just fell off? An upside down D is still a D. The, the letters for our studio are, 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 are capitalized. It really wouldn't um, look like a G. Oh, all right. I see what you're saying. Capitals. That's that's that does change things a little bit. Yeah. Have you? How have you not seen the lettering on our on our radio tower? It's right outside the building. I don't look uh, up much above my my own horizon. That was rather eloquent of it. Well, there aren't usually you know girls up there. They're usually right in front of me. Ah, ah. We come back to that. Okay. Your viewpoint is indeed fascinating. See, I'm I'm doing good here. You guys didn't think I was going to do that well. I I have to admit, uh, I was reserving my judgment, but I think I am getting plenty to go on. Uh, I think it's time for a commercial break. Uh, we'll be right back after news from our sponsors. Agreed. Our sponsors have news? Obviously, otherwise we, we wouldn't have a news spot. All right. Thank you. We'll be right back. Live from the Think Tank this Friday night, we have the best and newest Dwarven metal bands playing. Bands like Mind Slayer, Dragon Piss, Eye of the Beholder, and Gert. Tickets go on sale tonight. Only three silver to get in the door. This show is not for all ages. Please, no pregnant women, nor nursing, nor the elderly. Please drink responsibly. The venue is not responsible for cut purse strings, bouts of rage, or bodily fluids. Are you tired of waking up the morning after with a raging headache and a case of regret? Try new Greater Restorate On. Apply directly to the forehead and face your walk of shame head on. Remember, Restorate On. Apply directly to the forehead. For all those music lovers out there like me, we've got a right treat for y'all. Whether you're strumming on the green, picking up those druid chicks in the sunshine, or sneaking out of the dorms before daylight to pick up some action... At DiceBard.com, they can outfit you for any class needed. Taken from me, your friendly TA, variety is the spice of life. Don't settle down with one set of dice, pick from a whole lineup of shapes and sizes. They've even got some silky prints that can brighten up the darkest of towers. And to make it even easier for y'all to get your hands on these beauties, you can use coupon code WAND, that's WAND, for free expedited shipping. I don't know what that is. Visit DiceBard.com for all your Bardic College needs and more. And we're back from commercial break. Uh, thank you uh, for those, those sponsors. I, I, I shudder to think what Dwarven Metal sounds like. Um, well, I mean, we could we could play some at the next break. Uh, yeah, so, back to it. Give people a, a taste of the show. I think it might be a great idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, that we could. Um, okay. Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. No, after you. After you. It's your show. Well, it's it's our show. But um, uh, we we have a question from a listener of um, who would win in a fight, uh, three hundred rust monsters or an adult gold dragon? Oh, now see, that's that's no contest. A little rust dragons eat that little gold dragon right up. But gold does not tarnish 
or rust. That's that's the appeal of gold. No, I'll tell you, them, them rust dragons will eat precious metals. I know that. I dated one of the professors here. She does, like, all those little critters, and she told me that. They'll eat it right up. Yeah, but they can't cast spells, and, and a gold dragon can cast spells. A gold dragon can also fly. Yeah, but it's made out of gold. And it has a breath weapon. I, um, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the, the gold dragon. I think y'all are, are crazy, because that little gold dragon get eaten right up, turned right into rust. But they have to touch it in order to turn it to rust, and it can fly. Yeah, but they're very quiet. You're thinking that it's going to catch the dragon on a vase. Okay. Rust monsters are quiet? Oh, yeah. That would be a very stealthy mob of rust monsters. Um. Yeah, all 300 of them. Okay. That does give me an interesting idea for a spell. Silent Swarm. I'll have to experiment with that and get back to you. All right, let's 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 assume that the dragon can't fly, all right? Like, it's been grounded. Like, they got to the wings first, all right? So then, then seriously, you think, y'all still think the dragon would win? You're putting a lot of conditions on this fight. I put one condition on this fight. The silent rust monsters swarm? No, that's just fact. They're just super quiet. They sneak up on me. Ask any adventurer. They sneak up on them all the time. Armor, weapons, gold, all gone. We'll have to make a note of that when I leave university, that that is not a monster I want to encounter. Never is. Oh, Rupert, I, um, I heard of an item. The, the, your, your silence form. There is a ring out there called the Ring of the Grammarian, and you can change a letter of any spell. And, um, maybe that would help with your, your, um, your study. Is that... That would be useful. Hmm, changing letters out of spells. Hmm. So you could, um, perhaps you need to feed an army, and you don't know how to feed an army, so you cast fish. Perfect. And then afterwards you can you can cast fry to cook them up. I like the way you think. Yeah. Yes, I think. I guess that's why I am. Thank you, Alexa. That was great. Is Alexa your familiar? Y'all have the strangest conversations. No, no, I, I do not have a familiar. Oh, your roommate then. Sure, let's go with that. All right. So, what are you are you studying, Rupert? Well, I, I when I when I came to the college, I was excited about the uh, the universalist program, but uh, unfortunately, it is no longer in the school charter. I don't know why why they decided to do away with it, but um, yeah, I am I'm considering my options at this point. There are many, many attractive things that I that I could do. Um, just come, I, I, I guess I come from a place of an old way of learning or doing things. Well, that's why we go to school to learn new techniques and new ideas. And I'm sorry that the program that you want was um, revised, but uh, hopefully you find something that you're more suited to. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, okay. This begs the question. How- Emmett, how are you working for a college and you're not affiliated with the college at all? Like, what, what are you doing? Are you a- are you- are you a- like a teacher's assistant or- or something? Oh, yeah, actually I am. I'm- I'm a teacher's assistant here in the- in the college. Um, you know, that teacher I was telling you about that I saw a little bit last year. You know, I was her TA, and then she, you know, kicked me out. But, you know, they didn't cancel my badge or nothing, so I just hang out. I like to think of myself as a TA here for the TNA. <laughs> that, that's actually pretty clever. Um, that one was kind of funny. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, 
We have, uh, it looks like another message coming in. Uh, let's see. Um, all right. Uh, this one is from Slinky Man. Uh, I was in a dungeon with my buddies at the top of some stairs checking for traps. They got bored of waiting for me and pushed me down the stairs. I found three traps and a hidden kobold. They said I was the best rogue ever. Should I be asking for hazard pay? Signs the Slinky Man. I don't think you're supposed to find traps with your face. But it was a rather effective method of doing so. Very true. Although, I have heard that if you, um, use that method to find traps throughout an entire dungeon, you usually don't come back in one piece. So, your, your vote is for hazard pay, yeah? Yeah, definitely the hazard pay. Or at least, uh, some, some rather expensive diamonds. So they can... Enough to pay for the repair and the revivify. Yeah. I never really had much use for any rogues. I just walk right through them dungeons. What what dungeons have you just walked right through? Oh, well, there's, um, you know, Miss Elliot's uh, Dungeon of Pain. Um, that was a fun one. Actually, that's that's the only one. But I, I just walked right through uh, from the, the front door uh, through the back. Um, but it was kind of a time warp. I mean, I, I must have spent like an hour or two in there. It was really strange. It didn't feel like that long. Miss Elliot's <laughs> Dungeon of Pain? Yeah, yeah that's it. They they advertise as Miss Elliot's Dungeon of Pain. Oh, yeah, right, Miss Elliot, she's a hoot too. So you've gone back on multiple occasions to the same dungeon. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. You'll have to get me the address for this dungeon. It sounds <laughs> intriguing. All right, we'll do. Is is that where you can find this um item called um? Oh gosh, I read about it once in a book. It's called a pain doll. Um, it looks like a, a, a normal burlap doll, but with no hair or no clothes. And, um, you can use the doll in a ritual to target one humanoid creature whose name you know in the same plane as you. And it requires ten minutes and a piece of hair, a nail, or the skin from the creature that you target. And then you basically make them suffer a level of exhaustion from excruciating internal pain. I, um... I think it's a voodoo doll, and you can do it once every twelve hours. Oh, that's a horrible item! Why would anybody make that? Yeah, why would you? Why would? Why would this occur to you right now on, on a college radio show? I don't know. He said pain and uh, random knowledge. And so, uh, in answer to your question, no, you can't find that kind of doll there. Um, as a matter of fact, it's not really a place you get treasure from. It's sort of a place you leave treasure at, um, but um, it's definitely worth it. What kind of dungeon do you leave treasure at? I'll take you sometime. Okay. I think we need an adult. <laughs> I am an adult. What are you... We're all adults. We're in college. You're in college. It was a joke. Uh, no, I think jokes are funny. I'll have to try harder next time. I apologize. I find you quite amusing, Rupert. Hey, most of your jokes have been spot on. I've been rolling over here, but that one, that one just, maybe it went over my head. Oh, thank you. Your vote of confidence is overwhelming. I think many things might go over your head. Eh, probably. You like birds and dragons, you know, weavers and gryphons. Flying women. Flying women, man? Are there flying? Maybe I should be looking up more often. Harpies, fairies, technically flying women, yeah. All right, I'll, I'll keep to the sky a little more. Wow. You guys are teaching me all sorts of new things. All right, so we have um, an, another another proposed 
contest uh, between two creatures. Uh, it's, uh, we would call this, um, hmm. okay, uh, here we are. It is in Umber Hulk versus a hulking crab. I'm sensing a theme here. I think that the terrain might pose an issue for both creatures. Um, can Umber Hulks swim? I don't know that they can't. All right. I'm, I'm a, I'm a chime in on this Hulk mania here. We gotta think, Umber Hulk has got to be the younger Hulk, right? And and the 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 crabby Hulk, that's that's like the later, you know, spy kids, baddie Hulk, you know. So then, you know, you compare those two, and there's just no contest. I mean, the Hulk that can take Andre the Giant, that's the Hulk that's gonna win. Who's Andre the Giant? What are you going on about? He's a giant. You don't you met Andre the Giant? He's like a fire giant. He's off in the in the woods. What what the hell is your you guys don't know nothing. That's why we're out of college is to learn. Alright, well I'll I'll educate you. There you go. You just learned something new. I, I imagine that the Umber Hulk having the a burrowing ability might be able to potentially sneak up on a uh, on a hulking crab. Okay. Oh. I think so does an Umber Hulk. Alright, you say this Umber Hulk can like dig and stuff? But the hulking crab has blindsight. Yes, it's a burrowing creature. All right, it just, it just digs underneath and and drains the lake. Yeah, and then the crab crab dies. Not no more lake. Okay. Well, the crabs do have the ability to um exist on land as a crustacean. Yeah, but like for what a minute or two, like a fish. No. Oh, not to my knowledge. I I would defer to those who have more experience with animals. Alright, so, well, but then there you go. At least there's equal footing now, right? Fair enough, yeah. Both are, um, very large creatures. Both have claws. That's a pretty evenly matched fight. Yeah, I'm not sure the the Amber Hulk special abilities could work on the Hawking Crab. I don't know if the way the crab eyes are designed that the Amber Hulk the, the gaze it has would be effective. Might be neutralized. The only thing I can think of that might harm it would be to drag the Umber Hulk into the water um, if the Hulking Crab was able to get a good enough hit on it. And um, that might be enough for the Umber Hulk, but I'm not sure because I don't know if Umber Hulks can swim or not. Well, we know they can't breathe underwater, but I mean, with Emmett's proposition that the Umber Hulk has somehow drained the lake and not drowned. I'm going to go with the Umber Hulk on this one. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I, I think I will side with you, Rupert. I think you've got a, a good handle on it. Uh, I gotta disagree. I gotta go with the uh, the the Umbral Hollywood Hulk. Because it's crabby? Because he was the first. He was he was the Andre the Giant, the younger. I, I thought there was a giant, well, uh, Never mind. Uh, Lou Ferrigno is in there somewhere. <laughs> should we uh, take one last message or scroll from someone? Uh, sure, I think we have time for that. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and read it off, Emmett? Oh, crap. Where is it? It's right here. All right. Let me grab this uh, here scroll. Um, I found this really amazing sword over spring break. That's good luck. And spring break, hot. All right. Uh, when I held it for the first time, it spoke to me. Ooh, uh, we've done some great things together and really mowed down the competition in fencing class. Use a sword in fencing class? I thought you'd be using a hammer. 
Anyway, whatever. Uh, but lately, it started asking me more from our relationship. Um, I didn't mind it drinking the blood of my enemies, but taking my soul seems excessive. How do I let this sword down gently and escape with my limbs intact? Signed, Steel Hurting. Um, well, I, I would maybe go back to the drinking the blood of your enemies thing and stop building fences with it. That might help. I think that using the sword to mending fences would not be possible. This, this sounds like you have a cursed item. You you might need a, a priest or a cleric or something to get rid of it. Um, uh, yeah, I, I've heard of, um, weapons that sometimes have a, um, a, a personality of their own. Um, they can be, um, cantankerous at best. Uh, I'm with Rupert. You should probably seek out a cleric or, or maybe even a paladin. But if it's not cursed, you might be able to just set it down and walk away for a day or two, and then, you know, ghost it. Or assert your dominance by, um, not giving it what it wants for a couple of days. No, I, I think ghosting is a better idea before it makes you a ghost. No, I like this assert your dominance thing. You just look at right in the pommel and you'd be like, look at here. I'm in charge, and you're going to do what I say. You know, you can have their souls, but you can't have mine. So let's go to hack it. I don't know that soul stealing is really, um, good. You know what? You know what? You know what? That soul? That would would become my little buddy. Even my little buddy hack it. Okay. We go everywhere together. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) You you did bring up an interesting point that why are you using an actual bladed weapon when you should be using a, a fencing rapier or foil? I'm sorry, a what? A fencing rapier or foil? You can't build fences with foil. Mein God. You know, it's getting kind of late. Are we going to wrap this thing up? Yep, yep, might as well. Um, well, it's, uh... Wait, 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 how, do we, how do we play out? What do, what do we do? Well, I think it's pretty played out. Well, thank you for listening to WAND Radio, your mag- musical muse for magical moments. Uh, we will leave you with some dwarven metal to showcase the upcoming bands playing tomorrow night. And um, have a magical evening, folks. Da 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 da, shenanigans. Da 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 da.